and um, my name is Todd Leiden. I'm the Small Business Center Director at Bladen Community College. And we've been doing this series of um, what I'm calling the Rural Marketing Roundup, uh, a free conference call um, every second Friday since uh, the summer. Um, we had to push back this week in November um, to the 15th to a conference um, I was at last week. And uh, but this was a great topic. Um, we wanted to make sure we got this one in before the end of the year, especially with a lot of stuff that's been going on. Um, it's um, using press releases. Um, of course, the Small Business Center network is throughout the entire state of North Carolina, which is very rural. And we were just talking about the fact that um, newspapers are in decline, but um, it's still a great opportunity. And I always remind folks, we do uh, a wide variety of different things, uh, seminars, webinars, and even conference calls, obviously, that are a service all throughout the state. So I always remind folks, if you point your car in one direction, you usually drive probably about 30 minutes, you're going to hit uh, a community college where a small business center is, where you can take advantage of all the resources that we have. Um, today, I've got my counterpart from Catawba Valley Community College, Jeff Newville, who is a professional at this. He's um, He's been running a podcast, Jeff, for how many years now? Gosh, it's been it's been like five or six. We were podcasting before podcasting was cool. Oh, well, that's great. See, and then see, you and I both have faces for for this kind of stuff. So it's, it's a, that's right. We're 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 built for uh, audio. Built for audio. So um, I'll let you. I know you've got a you've got a great little um, uh, itinerary for us. So I'll let you steal the steal the platform for a couple minutes. I'll just hang back and let you roll. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I I appreciate it, and I appreciate uh, the opportunity to uh, participate uh, in your calls and and uh, enjoy what you're doing with uh, your small business center and and everything going on there. And glad that other folks throughout the state can can tap into it. But again, my name's Jeff Newville. I'm the small business center director at Catawba Valley Community College in Hickory, North Carolina. So we're closer to the western part of the state. We call it the foothills here, and we're about an hour north of Charlotte, and uh, been doing this for uh, about seven years. But uh, I, you know, when I think about press releases, and, and Todd asked me to, to speak to uh, putting them together and distributing them, you know, I my mind very quickly goes to, to newspapers, and my father was a newspaper reporter when I was growing up in New Jersey with the, the Bergen County record, so sort of at a young age was uh, exposed to newspapers and I've always had a, a great admiration and, and love for them. Uh, but uh, I was also, I went to the University of North Carolina and uh, was the photography editor there and worked on the Daily Tar Heel there and uh, you know, spent a lot of time uh, doing that when I was a, a younger person. And uh, then when I moved back to Hickory, North Carolina, which is where, where I spent most of my growing up uh, part, and, and I actually was writing a weekly column for our, our newspaper here, the Hickory Daily Record. So, you know, I've got uh, a lot of... Uh, I've had a lot of interaction with newspapers uh, uh, as I've grown up and, and uh, worked in my professional career. So when I think about press releases, I, I, I you know my first thought goes to, to newspapers. But with that said, uh, you know the current situation with 
with newspapers, and particularly rural newspapers, unfortunately is a bit grim in that uh, there are now over 65 million Americans who live in counties that only have one local paper or have none at all. And uh, you know, if, you, if you start looking at some of the reasons why, newspaper advertising revenue peaked uh, back in 2006 at around $50 billion. And then uh, by last year, 2018, it was coming in around $20 billion. And you know, the, you know, I don't think there's any great mystery of what's going on out there. There's just so much uh, free content online at this point in time, and that's how many people are getting their information. And, and obviously a lot of papers have moved to an online uh, format. Uh, and also, if you look, uh, much of the competition is coming from Google and Facebook. A lot of people are getting their uh, news, uh, you know, and, and sometimes I question whether news is the right word, but they're getting their information from Google, Facebook, social media. And actually, Google and Facebook account for over, for actually, I had the number here, it's like 50%, 58% of digital advertising nationally goes through Google and Facebook. But if you look at local markets, they're accounting for 77% of uh, digital advertising dollars, which is really putting a squeeze on local papers. So, so there's some difficult trends out there. And, and Todd and I were talking a little before people got on the call today of news that we just heard this week. Uh, there's a merger between uh, two, the two largest newspaper owners in the country, Gatehouse Media and Gannett, who are uh, going to be merging their companies and uh, they have uh, 550 newspapers between them. Uh, you know, the deals. You know, they're they're saying the deal is going to save over 300 million dollars a year, and they haven't specified where there's coming from. But uh, if I worked on those papers, I think I would be nervous. And then I assume there's going to be some job reductions. Um, you know, so that's that's a bit scary. And also there was news that came out this week that uh, McClatchy, which owns some of the larger papers in North Carolina, including the Charlotte Observer and the Raleigh News and Observer, uh, are saying that they're going to stop printing newspapers on Saturdays. They're going to go just have an online digital publication on Saturday uh, to, uh, to save money. So they've got the Charlotte paper. They've got the Raleigh paper. They also have the Herald Sun in Durham. Uh, so uh, things going on there. So... There's some there's some trends going on that uh, are very challenging to local papers. Um, the successful local papers are really the ones that have a keen focus on what's going on in their local community, because if uh, we want national news, we're going to be looking uh, online at CNN or Fox News or where we might be getting your news. Uh, if I want to see who won the Brown Steelers football game last night on Thursday night football, I'm not going to be looking at my local paper. I'm going to be looking uh, on ESPN.com or, or watching the Sports Center. So there are plenty of sources to cover the big national news, but really the value of local papers and rural papers is if they're able to really embed themselves in the community and be significant to their communities. That's really the challenge that they face. So that's sort of the, uh, you know, the, the, the situations out there. You know, so you think about it in this terms. You know, we, we, you know, many businesses are 
uh, you know, focused on their expenses. And newspapers, obviously, when you look at the advertising revenues and the things going on with them, they're no different. You know, they're looking to figure out how they can be more lean, how they can be more operational, uh, operate more efficiently. So, you know, the the fact of the matter is that most of them are understaffed and. If you, as a small business owner or someone thinking about starting a small business, can provide them with a properly written, well-written press release that uh, focuses more on news, and and we're not just selling things, but we're really trying to find newsy type things, then there's a pretty high degree of uh, high possibility that they're going to run it. And, and, you know, if you can spell and you can write in complete sentences, uh, you know, there's a decent chance they might run it just the way you send it to them. So um, so it's a tool in your marketing kit that you should be using. And uh, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, how you can go about writing the press release. We're going to talk about the types of things that you should be writing a press release about. We'll talk a little bit about um, um, you know, how you could go about building a list to send your press release to and, and provide some additional tips to it. So that's, that's sort of the agenda that uh, I've got lined up for you today. So I'll take a quick breath and say, uh, Todd, any comments that you'd like to make or any any questions or comments that anybody on the line wants to make at this point in time. I unmuted everybody, so if anybody has a quick question or wants to um, make sure they get the questions answered, we'll take them now real quick. Um, so to what Jeff said was that um, uh, because of it's not just newspapers, obviously we talk about that a lot. Um, right, right, right. But um, you see radio stations are seeing kind of similar problems in rural areas and um, a lot of other places. So we're trying to make sure that it's not just that. But um, a really good example, one of the things we'll put together is at the end of this, I'm taking notes. And if um, you're interested, I'll have all the information gathered in a reasonable place. We did a little bit of looking. but one really good example for a newspaper model, if you don't have one in your area, is um, right next door to me in uh, Columbus County, Whiteville, there's an old family newspaper that's still independent. Um, it's called the News Reporter. They were just recognized recently for, unlike a lot of their counterparts, either selling to the larger places or just folding altogether, they've seen um, increased revenue. Uh, the past couple of years um, through a couple of different model changes that they've made. Um, so it, it can work. Um, it's just a matter of making sure. And then the opportunities that do exist is, as Jeff was pointing out, is with newspapers struggling, they'll, they'll welcome you know, that, that opportunity. Um, any quick questions? Otherwise, we'll go back to mute and we'll let Jeff... Uh, Running, he's got a like I said, he's got a nice little uh, suggestion here for us. Uh, ready? Okay, uh, Todd, can you hear me? I hear you perfectly. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, so so let's talk a little bit about the types of 
events or situations that you should be considering running a press release for. Um, you know, you mentioned that uh, you know newspaper advertising dollars are down, and and we're in, in when you're a small business owner. I guess the way I I always think about it uh, is that you know, we're we're trying to uh, advise our small business owner clients on how to uh, effectively get the word out without having to spend a lot of dollars. And, and and despite my love of newspapers and my desire to want them to succeed, and we'll talk about alternatives to newspapers as well for your press release, but um, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about submitting press releases that we hope are going to be put in these publications uh, for no fee because, number one, they are more – newsy uh, in in terms of the information that you're providing to them, and you're really trying to stick to the facts and not, you know, this isn't, uh, you know, hey, there's going to be a, a Thanksgiving Day sale at my uh, retail store. You know, if you want to advertise that, uh, the newspapers need your advertising dollars. They're happy to uh, charge you to advertise that. So we're we're really trying to find opportunities for you to get word the the good word out about your business uh, in a more news oriented fashion. So you know what what are the sort of things that you should be considering uh, putting out a press release for? Uh, number one, I'll, I'll throw a few out, and, and it's not meant to be a, an all-encompassing list, but just to, to get you thinking. So, number one, uh, if you're opening a business, you know the grand opening, you're launching a new business, you know whether it's uh, a, a brick-and-mortar physical location, whether it's a, a home-based uh, retail business or, or consulting service, whatever type business. Uh, press releases uh, very appropriate for announcing. Hey, you know, there's a new business out there. Uh, you know, you know, newspapers uh, just, uh, you know, by by their nature, they report uh, all the you know catastrophic things happening in the world. So when when there is good news, they're usually pretty happy to run with it. So if there's a a new business opening in their area, uh, they they want to trumpet it. So. Uh, so, you know, starting a new business, whether it be a physical location, whether it be uh, an online business, whether it be a service business, is a good reason for sending out a press release. If there are some sort of major milestones in your business or accomplishments or awards, have you been recognized? You know, you know Todd has probably been recognized as being you know, the small business center of the, of the year or the millennial. I hope he's sending out press releases when he gets that sort of recognition. You know, if your business has received some recognition, some sort of award, you know, that's the sort of thing you, you, you want your community, you want people to know about that and know that uh, you're, you're doing good works. So, you know, if there's a major milestone, if you're celebrating your business's uh, fifth anniversary and, and doing something to recognize that, um, that's something that you should consider putting out some sort of press release for. If your business is doing uh, good works in the community, if you're participating in some sort of uh, community event, um, um, you know that uh, is another opportunity for you to to uh, position yourself as a someone that's involved in your community. Get get the word out about your business. Uh, you know, again, you're 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 building your brand. You're trying to have 
your business's name in, in people's minds on a regular basis. So we're looking for those opportunities. So if you're participating in some sort of community event, giving back to the community, that's something that you should be uh, uh, telling the community about, uh, both about the uh, event that you're participating in and, and your company as well. Um, another idea, if, you, if you've received funding uh, here locally in, in Hickory, uh, just this week uh, there was an announcement that came out that uh, one of our local businesses, uh, Advanced Hydrogen Technologies, which is a startup business, received a grant from uh, a group called NC Idea in Raleigh. And uh, they're putting out a press release to uh, let people know about that and that uh, you know, the community wants to support them. And you know, good news, good, good information, and continues to get that information out. So um, you know, that sort of thing is something uh, uh, as well, and, and even if you're contemplating doing a crowdfunding campaign, if you're if you're putting a crowdfunding campaign together, that's something that you'd want to uh, people to know about and hopefully participate in. And crowdfunding is a, a whole separate topic that I'm sure uh, could could carry one of these uh, roundtable conversations. But if you're out there working with Kickstarter or another uh, a crowdfunding platform, that would be uh, an opportunity as well. If you have been appointed to a board or committee, you know, here in my area we have uh, uh, the city government has a business development committee. You know, so if, if uh, you're going to be joining that committee, uh, that would be another opportunity for you to make sure that uh, your community knows that you're connected, that you're participating, uh, and, and find a way to include information about your business there. Uh, are you speaking at a, an event, or have you uh, received some sort of uh, professional uh, certification or, or achieved some sort of a professional accomplishments? Um, so those would be opportunities where you can say, hey, Jeff is going to be participating in the Rural Roundtable, uh, you know, put out a press release. And, and actually, if you checked our uh, Facebook business page for our uh, small business center, you would have found that we had put something out there announcing that we're participating in, in this. So people can get to hear my golden pipes, uh, you know, talking uh, talking with Todd about press releases. I know they're not that golden, but anyway, uh, another opportunity to to get the word out there. If your business uh, has a new product or made changes to an existing product or added some additional services, that would be worthy of of some sort of press release. Um, uh, you know, you're you're expanding your business. You know, that's that's news. You know, you don't have to make it too too sales oriented, but you can say, hey, we've uh, added a certain product line, or uh, you know, we've expanded our our service to encompass these areas. That that qualifies as news. So uh, that's an opportunity to uh, uh, get the word out there. Uh, if you've made a new hire or added a new person to your staff. You know, that's uh, another press release opportunity. So uh, keep that one as, in, in mind. Um, if you are involved in acquiring a new company or partnering with somebody, you know those are those are great opportunities to send out press releases. And 
uh, you know, again, you're you're staying in the news. You know, and something that we'll hit on as we go is, you know, we're throwing out lots of different ideas here. You know, one of the things that's going to be important as you uh, uh, you know, think about using press releases is is having some consistency of information. You know, if you send out one press release uh, every six months, it can get lost out there. Uh, you know, for some reason, it's stuck in my head that uh, before. Before I remember a company or a new product or, or whatever, I've got to see it six or seven times. I've got to see a commercial six or seven times before it's going to really stick in my head. It's, it's really the same with, with your business. Um, you want to, to be reminding people on a regular basis that you're out there, that you're doing things. So you, you're, you're trying to find reasons to put press releases out on a regular basis. Is it something that you can do? Uh, once a month, once a quarter, you know, but but uh, you know, not just something that uh, uh, happens, uh, you know, once a year. You're you're trying. We're trying to build brand recognition, so we want we want to get our business's name and uh, out there on a regular basis, so so people remember who we are. So so that was sort of a a, a list of opportunities and. As Todd said, I've, I've, I've got a few links that I used as I was putting this together that I'll share with Todd, uh, and, and he can put out on, on uh, some show notes or, or web links and, and share it with you as well. So, um, you, know, you know, take some notes, but we'll also give you some links that you can go back to so that you can uh, uh, revisit some of this information as well. So, um, so anyway, that's you know, just opportunities, again, we're looking for more news-oriented uh, opportunities there. Uh, as you're as you're thinking about it, uh, um, you know, not uh, you know, not, we're not just doing sell, sell, sell. Uh, there are times and places for that as well. But when it comes to writing the press release, we're really trying to focus more um, on the facts and news-type things, and, and not as much. Uh, you know, uh, you know, come to the Thanksgiving sale, come to the Christmas sale, uh, you know, this sort of thing. So, so those are some opportunities to be to be thinking about as you go forward. Todd, anything you wanna you wanna yeah, add there a, in terms a, of those I had opportunities? A before, because I know you're going to talk about the media list, and for folks to make sure they have that, and if they as they start thinking about that. I mean, that might be one of the very first places they look is to look at their local paper, uh, what's being covered, how it's being covered, uh, and, and no matter which media format we're talking about, um, wh what they're looking for, what they're putting out, and how they put it out, um, obviously would be the opportunity to see what kind of stuff that they're looking for. And in some cases, if it's not being covered, maybe it's an opportunity. Um, so then that if you know if they're thinking of trying to figure out giving some really good ideas, but there there may be some opportunity there for uh, information that you know that they're looking for, they can get ideas from um, mm -hmm. the platforms mm -hmm. that they're looking at. Sounds good. Good point. 
So, so we sort of uh, talked about the types of information that typically you'll you'll want to consider for a news release. And 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 taking a step back, I will say that you, know, you, you can differentiate a little bit between a, a a press release, which is really more news focused, and and more of a feature story. Um, and in and, and that sometimes newspapers or, or publications would would write uh, uh, will accept a longer story for for example if you are working with a particular client and having great success and uh, you you might want to see if you could write up a little story about that client and subtly let readers know the way that you assisted them to help make your client successful. Um, that, that's really beyond the press release. It's more, I would qualify that as a feature story, and there are times and places where that might be in use as well. Um, you know, and, and we can talk a little bit about that later, but you know, there, there, there are other options out there uh, that you might be doing, whether it be you know, blogging or submitting stories to different publications or including them uh, in your website or social media feeds that uh, you can use to uh, show off your customers, but also show off the ways that you're assisting your customers and providing value to those customers. So, so anyway, another another thought out there as we go forward. So, so we've talked about the various opportunities that you have for writing a press release. Let's talk about you know, what is what is what should be in the press release. What are you know how do you write a a good press release? What should be included in the press release and uh, you know, my 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 Corona typewriter is in mothball somewhere at this point in time. So, um, I do write press releases when for for our small business center that I send out to a list of publications and radio stations and and whatnot in in my local area when we're doing workshops and whatnot. Uh, and the way I do it is by email these days. So I'm, I'm not sending out a paper press release to, to anybody and, and going through the, the good old uh, postal service. I'm, we're, do, we're doing things electronically and would encourage you to do that as well. Uh, so what should be included in what you send to uh, you know, various outlets or, or, or what you're posting? You know, number one, you know, think about writing uh, you know, a, good, a good headline that is going to be brief, but catch the attention of uh, of your readers. Um, you know, so uh, usually, you know, if you're sending out a me uh, an email, you have a subject line. I will usually put press release on it. Then, with uh, uh, behind that or after that, put in that subject line some information such as, you know, CVC. Uh, my my small business center is hosting a. Uh, uh, a workshop on using social media to promote, to promote, to promote your business on Monday, November 18th. Uh, and that I would probably make that a little bit smaller and say, you know, small business center hosting free small social media workshop. And, and then in my email, I would uh, also include a headline that potentially a publisher might use. It's, you know, again, 
you know, we're, we're putting together press releases that we hope they're going to use the way we write them, but that's certainly not, they're not required to do that. We're going to try to make it easy for them so they don't have to do much work. So, you know, you're going to put together a headline that briefly describes, you know, the, a grand opening or, um, you know, or, or, you know, whatever, uh, you know, whatever we're writing about, uh, that hopefully captures the attention of uh, uh, of our readers. And if we're sending it to somebody, captures the attention of the people that we hope will be putting it in their publication. Um, and and then we really think about this in more of a uh, an inverted pyramid, inverted pyramid type way where. Um, you know, we're going to get the most important information in the beginning of the the press release. Of you know, let's let's get the facts out there. Let's remember uh, the what, the when, the who, the where. You know, if if I'm planning out a press release about an upcoming seminar, I'm going to make sure that in that very first paragraph, I'm saying here's what the topic is, here's when it is going to be held. Here's where it's going to be held. Um, I'm getting I'm getting those key things in. If you're having a grand opening, you want to make sure that people find you. That you want to make sure people know when it is. So you want to make sure that you're getting that information in there uh, right up at, at the beginning. Because uh, if you're you know most most readers will read the first paragraph, might get to the second, third paragraph, but. Uh, it's hard to always get them to the end of of a story, of a press release, or whatever. So you want to make sure you get the key information at the beginning of your of your uh, press release. Uh, it's important that uh, you list your contact information up at the top of your press release in case uh, there are some questions or someone wants to get back to you. So you know, this isn't in the, the body of, of your press release, which we're going to type up, but uh, you're going to want to include your name, the name of your organization, a phone number, an email address, all at the top of your information. You can say for more information, uh, or you can just say contact information or, or whatnot. But make sure you get that contact information where it's going to be easy to find you so that if you send it to somebody, they need some more information, they have questions, uh, they're not going to be struggling to get back to you. We want to make it this as easy and simple as possible for, for whomever is receiving your press release. So make sure you've got your contact information up there. So if you've got your contact information, you've got a nice headline that uh, uh, attracts our attention, gives them information about what we're talking about. We've got our first paragraph, which, got, which has the, the basic information that we want to cover. Um, uh, as you get through the press release, if you want to elaborate a little bit more on the event or the award uh, or whatever the newsy type thing is that we're talking about, you can use the second, third paragraph to talk a little bit about uh, uh, the details, the specifics of of what uh, of what the news event is. So, so you can do that. Um, Usually, we have some boilerplate standard information about our organization, about our small business center that is is a paragraph in length of who we are, what we do, 
And you, know, you, you want to use this as an opportunity to make sure that people understand what your company is and what you do. So if you can put a small paragraph together about, you know, you know our company uh, is the largest uh, distributor of plumbing equipment in, in the county or, or whatever, you know, here's the services that we provide. Uh, you'd want to include that boilerplate. And as I said earlier, consistency is important. So including some sort of standard information about your company and what you do. You you want to keep it fairly brief, but uh, you want to have that consistency out there so that people, um, you know, when they're they're, uh, going through their press releases, they say, oh, yeah, I remember that company. Uh, They... they, uh, they were involved in this community activity. They they hired uh, Joe Smith uh, last month. I remember reading about them. People start to remember who you are, what you do. There's that consistency out there. Um, uh, it's obviously I, I say obviously you got spell check out there. You need to use it. You know you want to uh, uh, make sure that there are not typos in in your press release you're you're putting something out to the public that is representative of your company so let's do it professionally let's make sure that you've got uh, um, um, you know proper you, you've got complete sentences you know, I write better than I talk obviously so it's it's uh, going to be in complete sentences we're going to check for typos uh, you know, we're we're going to write in the in the same tense. We're not going to go back and forth between future tense and past tense and and current tense. You know, you you want to write a clear, well written press release. And uh, I will say that I our small business here center here. You know, I, I'll send out a a template to some of our clients just to sort of give them a little bit of format information and. And if they'd like, I'm happy to review it for them before they send it out to just provide some some quick uh, editing assistance. As I said, I've got some newspaper in my background, so uh, sometimes I can't help myself uh, to do a little bit of editing for, for people. Yeah, it's, it's not something I do on a regular basis. If it did, I'd probably uh, have to find a new profession, but uh, I'm, I'm willing to, to, to do that for people. And, and I'm going to volunteer Todd for that as well, so I'm sure he'd be happy to look at it for you as well. So uh, traditionally, uh, press releases end uh, as sort of a signal to people in the newspaper business with three number signs, number sign, number sign, number sign, at the end of your press release centered. And that's sort of an indicator to people in, traditionally in the newspaper business that uh, this is the end of the press release. And probably other people recognize it as well, and it sort of just signifies that you're, that you're done there. So, um, so to, to sort of uh, summarize again and, and revisit, uh, you know, we talked about making sure that you've got a good headline both in the subject, if you're sending this out by email, and the subject line for your email, and in the, in the body of your email. You've got contact information so that people can see you. We're, we're using an inverted pyramid, so you're putting the most important information, the who, what, when, where type information, up at the beginning of your press release. Uh, we're including some additional information about the newsy event in, in paragraphs two and three. 
we're probably including some some standard boilerplate information about your company uh, in there, maybe paragraph four. Uh, and, and I didn't mention it, but it's also good to maybe throw a quote in there from from you or, or the person if, if you're if you hired someone. You know, we're gonna they're gonna tell you how thrilled and happy they are and uh, to be joining the company and what wonderful things we're gonna be doing. Uh, so now feel free to put a quote in there as well and and uh, uh, include that as well. So so those are sort of the key things that you should be considering. And again. I was differentiating between a press release where we're focusing more on news and we're sticking to the facts. That's really what you're doing there versus more of a feature story, which uh, um, um, you know, you've, you've got a little bit more uh, opportunity to, to focus on, I don't want to say creative writing, but uh, you've just got a little bit more room there uh, as, you're, as you're going forward. So... Um, and, and just a few other things, you know, you would be surprised at uh, how much space paragraphs take up in, you know, if, you know again, I'm, I'm, I'm approaching this from a newspaper perspective, but, um, you know, if you put three paragraphs together, it's going to actually take up more space in a newspaper than you would think uh, when, when you do a column. When I, when I wrote a weekly business column for... Uh, our paper, uh, they they would give me the, our our local newspaper in Hickory, uh, and Hickory's a town of about forty thousand people, and uh, and I really don't know what the circulation of the paper is these days, not as much as it used to be, but uh, I, I used to have a column that I would write about local business things, and and basically I would have five approximately five hundred words to write it. And that would be one column of the newspaper from top to bottom. And if I got much over 500 words, it wasn't going to fit. So, um, you know, if if you if you're wordy, you need to really work on cutting that down and and really trying to take out uh, un- unnecessary things out of your out of your press releases. So, you know, focus on the facts. Try to be uh, brief where you can. Uh, make sure that it's easy to find you. Uh, you know, put your contact information in. It's not a bad idea at the end of your press release before you end it. Just say, for more information, contact Jeff Newville at the, with an email address or a website. Uh, or you can find out more information at your website and include it. And that's another way that you're promoting your business, helping people find your business. Uh, so, so consider doing that as you're as you're putting your press release together. So that's sort of Jeff's tips for effectively writing a press release. Todd, you want to add anything uh, anything to our our press release uh, format there? Um. I'd sort of ask a um, for a second, and then I was just going to add. Um, I, I guess this will probably get into um, where you're going to go in a second. Um, but one thing that occurred to me is over time we mentioned it's not just for newspapers. I've, I've realized most of them are not even. There's a lot of times it's now become we go to call the media releases, not just. Um, uh, uh, press releases. We keep saying press release, but 
now they're calling them media releases, and there's a website um, in North Carolina, and I'm sure it's just uh, some uh, out of probably out of work reporter who's trying to drum up some business, but they uh, created ncheadlines.com, which is a, a release service, and there's a lot of paid release services um, that exist. I'm not sure what their um, I don't know if they have a pricing structure or not, but they also have some good examples on there, which of course is pretty easy to find. Um, you know the way you're describing, it, especially when you're saying you know like the the, the format's pretty pretty good and standard, um, but then there's a lot of good options and and models to take a look at, and not feel like you have to uh, stick to a you know you want like you said you want to get the headline and, and nail that pretty good, but then and also probably with brevity, make sure you're getting everything you want to get in there. Um, but it, the other thing that's very beneficial, especially if you submit it to the online services, is if it's well-written and it's got good keywords and all those things that search engines like, it's ultimately going to help um, your web presence. So. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and um, you know, I, I guess my head's been... Uh, you know whether we call it media releases, press releases, but that's what I've been thinking about. I, you know, I think whenever uh, you know you, we we give out any marketing advice, uh, I, I think we'll always talk to people about you know who are your customers, who are you trying to reach, because uh, you know ultimately we're trying to get this information in front of them. Um, you know if you have a local business and there are local newspapers out there, you know, for sure you want to be uh, making sure that you're getting included in your local publications. You may have an online business uh, with a, a much greater reach than your local community. And, you know, if that's the case, yes, uh, um, you know, the, the press release distribution services that are going to give you a much broader uh, release and, and bigger distribution are going to be things that you need to be focusing on uh, on as well. So, uh, you know, as, as, as you're contemplating uh, who you want to be sending out your press releases to, you know, the first question you need to be asking yourself is, you know, who are my customers and, and where do they get their information because that's where you want to be. So, Excellent. so anyway, but that's the, sort of the segue to, to sort of our, our final major segment of, uh, you know, let's, you know, you're, you're, we, we talked about consistency and, and getting the, your information out on a regular basis and, and sort of building your brand name, building your brand reputation. Um, so uh, that's great that we've got this information. How do we get it out? Uh, where do we get it out to? And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll start by saying what we do at, at uh at my small business center, as I said, I write press releases, and 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 we've built a list of about 20 uh, local publications, and uh, and again, I'm I'm promoting workshops to a fairly local audience, so so you know we have a combination of local newspapers, 
local publications. There are some some free publications that are distributed here locally in the community uh, that we include in our uh, distribution list. Radio stations, um, you know, and, and also some some nonprofit resource groups. And and by that I mean. Uh, you know, we'll send out information to our local chamber of commerce, who they put out a biweekly e-blast uh, newsletter to all of their members. So, you know, they and, and they're often trying to promote good works in the community, particularly for their members. But uh, uh, you know, if there are resources that assist their members, they're often willing to include that information in their in their publications as well. So so you know you should be thinking about uh, newsy type organizations. Uh, you should also be thinking about resource type organizations. You know from from my perspective if I uh, have clients uh, that I'm working with in our community as our local small business center, I put out a monthly uh, newsletter to uh, our community saying, you know, here are some of the things going on, and and I'll also include information about the clients that we're working with that are opening their businesses if they're having a grand opening. So, uh, you know, I'm, you know, your small business center, your SBTDC, your chamber of commerce. These are resource organizations that might be able to assist you in getting information about your your organization organization out, your company out. Uh, you know, if it's more news-oriented, uh, sort of depending on what sort of uh, reach they have and, and, and how they go about doing it. Uh, you know, Todd mentioned the importance of keywords because uh, publishing your press release on your website uh, or your other online uh, opportunities is uh, an outstanding way to help uh, promote your business, get it out there. So. If you uh, have your have a face, if you obviously have a, if you have a website, uh, you want to be updating that on a regular basis. You might have uh, a tab that has uh, current news or current information about your organization, where you can be adding press release information directly to your website, and hopefully you're, you've got the right keywords that might be searched on by potential customers who, who are going to be more likely to find you that way. Uh, you know, if LinkedIn is a very, you know, you, you've got opportunities to publish and promote yourself on, our, on LinkedIn, and, you know, I, I sort of cringe a little bit when I say promote yourself in that, you uh, you are promoting your business, and you should be promoting your business. If you don't trumpet your own business, don't wait for someone else to do it. Uh, but you know, when we're talking about press release and news, we're we're trying to do this in more of a newsy type fashion, and trying to make people aware of things going on in the community. So, uh, so you know, it, it's very appropriate for you to be uh, using LinkedIn if you've got a LinkedIn profile to to uh, put press releases about your business or, or updates and, and news and information there. If you're on social media, which you know many, many businesses, most businesses are using in some fashion to promote themselves, whether it be uh, developing a Facebook business page, um, uh, you know, or, you know, I'm... I'm 
you know, people do use Twitter. I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm more of a, a quiet uh, Twitter stalker that uh, reads information and don't. I don't really use that as a, a way to promote my business. But, but again, let's go back to who your customers are, and if your customers are likely to be uh, uh, following you on Twitter and heavy Twitter users. You should be linking uh, uh, information in your Twitter account to your press releases, and and uh, again, you know, let's think about who your customers are. Let's think about how they get their information, and and which uh, social media platforms that they're using, and let's make sure that uh, you are are using the right ones, and uh, you know, reaching out to your customers there. So so you know, feel free to uh, choose the right ones there. Uh, you know, on, on the right social media ones. Todd, Todd mentioned that there are uh, distribution services out there, and there are some free ones. And and uh, I've dabbled uh, with them, and I, I don't consider myself an expert with them. Uh, there are some free ones out there. Uh, a few of them, and, and, and we'll. Todd, I'll send you a link to to an article I found uh, on that uh, PR log. Log is is one of the free ones, and and I think they they all have some sort of uh, free services, and then they've got some uh, fee based services that you can uh, use to to get further out there. Uh, you know, so so PR log is one that uh, you can check out. A few more Newswire Today uh, is is another PR.com. And uh, online PR media are four that I came across that do have some free elements to them that you can be using to uh, increase the distribution of your press releases, and you can do some experimenting on, or you know how how far do you get with uh, their free services? You you consider some of their paid services there again. It really depends on on who you're trying to reach, what your goals are, what your budget is. But but there are services out there as well. And we talked we talked about some of the local publications, but I, I think you should also be targeting trade publications or publications more specific to your industry. So if there are are trade publications, and and Todd Todd mentioned NCHeadlines.com. There's also um, uh, you know North Carolina business magazines that are out there that uh, do have information about uh, local uh, local businesses. So uh, you know there are, there are other North Carolina publications uh, you know, promoting businesses uh, or trade publications that you should be uh, focused upon. So so those are just some other areas that uh, you should be uh, looking to get your information out on. Um, Todd, you have some other other thoughts and on outlets that uh, people should be considering as they go forward. Well, I bring I bring this back to our rural side, um, and I'm going to open it up in a second. But I want to make sure if anybody else wants to get in, if, you, if you're on the phone, make sure you keep your stuff muted so that the noise of the background doesn't pick up. But um, a couple of things I mean, we've talked a lot about the newspapers, and in particular because I think. Um, with the consolidations, with um, the decline in particular in rural areas, even though I thought I read some stat that 
Um, you know, it's it's kind of 50-50 where they're in, in larger decline, which means that in larger areas, you know, just outside your rural area, presents that opportunity to get it out a little bit wider. You don't feel like you just have to put it into your own local market, that it can go out a little bit broader. And then hopefully, and in, in with that consolidation, you're seeing some of these papers where you'll put it into, I know with Gatehouse in particular, which um, has a, a quite a few in our area, including Jacksonville, Fayetteville, uh, Wilmington, I think. When you put it in one, a lot of times it gets carried another. So, um, and I think you're seeing that with a lot of the the consolidated ones. So it's a good opportunity there. But as you mentioned, um, not just the services, but and magazines particularly. Do you see a lot of because um, they're monthly or quarterly, whether they're trade or regional or local or whatever. And then a couple things we don't tend to talk about because of the pricing. But I, th I would think that um, even in, in those media, um, whether it's uh, TV or radio, um, do you have community announcements and things like that where, you know, if you have a release um, that goes to them as well, which is why you do, like you're describing, want to put together a full-blown media list um, that you have, so you have consistency. And in most cases, you can just send an email. You don't have to worry about sending out anything special, um, mm -hmm. just send an email to the all of the above, kind of, and you know, hope for the best, and, and make, but do make sure it's targeted, as you've reminded us over and over again, to that's where you want it to be, because your customers are there. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's good, good, good thoughts, and you know, as I said, we've got... Um, you know, in our, in our area, we've got a couple of local AM radio stations, um, and, and we send it out to them. And and and, and again, there's no guarantee that you know they're, they're, that these these people are going to run the press release. But uh, you know, if, if you know, we're, we're dealing with organizations that uh, you know they're they're struggling with their staffing issues as well. So if they're getting Free content that is appropriate and well written, and uh, you know, there, you know, that that increases the chances that that uh, it's going to be going to be used. And you know, just a few a few final thoughts that I'll I'll throw out there that people can be thinking about, and you know, some that some that we've touched on. But um, you know, consistency is important, in that people are going to be more likely to be. Running, you know, using the information you provide, whether it be uh, publications, newspapers, radio stations, you know, TV, is you know, if they if they if they see that they're receiving things from you on a regular basis, I think it just gives them the comfort level that this is a a legitimate source and you know not someone who is you know just sending me something once for uh, you know you know that I'm never going to hear from again or you know they're going to fall off the face of the earth. Uh, so, you know, trying to maintain some consistency, uh, uh, you know, related to that is you know, you're, you're really trying to, to build a relationship. Through that consistency, you're, you're building a relationship with these publications. Um, and, you know, we, I, and, and I, I apologize if I'm harping too much on the newspaper piece of it, but, uh, you know, whether, whether, it's, whether it's a trade publication that, that 
you know, you, you, you've got enough experience with where you can call up the editor or, or the publisher of that publication to say, uh, you know, hey, you know, uh, uh, you know, here's here's a story idea that you might want to consider. You know, when it doesn't always have to be about your business. I mean, you're you know, hopefully you're you're providing some useful information to them so that when they do get something from you and your your business, they're more likely to use it because they see you as a legitimate uh, source. So, yeah, you're you're trying to build some relationships. And you know, I mean, I'm at a point where I can call people at my local newspaper and say, hey, you know, we're we're doing this event. I think it would really be good if you guys would would cover this one. I mean, as opposed to me sending you a press release, just because I think it's going to be a good fit for for your publication. And and uh, you know, and you know, sometimes they've got the resources to do that. Sometimes they don't but but at least you're you're building that relationship there so that uh, um, you know you can you can uh, have more credibility with them there uh, you know we both Todd and I have mentioned the importance of, of building a list that you can uh, uh, send information out to on a regular basis and um, you, know, you know whether that's uh, online sources whether it's local Publications, whether it's the radio stations or, or all the above, um, you know, I'm, I'm sort of got mine set up in a group on my email, so that when I want to send out information, I can just you know click on that group and get it out pretty efficiently and effectively. Uh, so you, know, you, you, know, you want to work on building that list and making sure it's getting to the right people there. And the last thing I'll throw out there is timing of when you want, you know, what, you know, think about when your event is occurring and when you want that information to be released so that uh, if it does get into your local paper or on, you know, gets released by your local chamber or, or whatnot so that you're providing it to people at the right time so that it's, you know, number one, uh-oh, it was last week. That's not good. Um, you know, you probably don't want it to release it too early so that it's getting to the public two months from when your event is because they will in all likelihood forget about it by then, although it's not always a bad idea to release it more than once. But, you know, if, if there's something that you want people to participate in or attend, uh, you know, be thinking about when you want people to see that to give them the most chance to actually take advantage of that uh, opportunity. So is that a week in advance? Is it uh, a few days in advance? You know, be thinking about that so that you send out your information with enough time for it to get in the, in, into that publication or onto that radio station um, and, and have your desired, desired effect there. So just some additional things to be thinking about as you, as you uh, develop your releases and develop your list and, and get it out to your, to your population. I've unmuted it. I've unmuted folks. And um, if you have questions, real quick, while we wrap this up, we're almost at the tail end of our hour. Yes, I have a question. Hello. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I wanted to know. Oh gosh, I just totally forgot. Oh good. I'm sorry. That's okay. okay. While you're doing that, Jeff was very. Uh, between both the consistency and timeliness and making sure um, um, we're going to uh, mute. Um, 
between uh, the, the last one I had was um, make sure somebody else reads it. Um, oh, yes. It's very easy within an organization or if you're by yourself um, to, you know, become very enamored with your own text and you submit it without having somebody else take, take a quick proofread. And I know technology can help, but technology can't always catch those spelling errors that aren't really spelling errors and certain grammatical things. You do want to make sure that uh, what you said makes sense to other people who read it eventually. So. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's good advice in that um, you know, if you send something to, to somebody and it's, you know, it's not not well written, or, or 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 if it's poorly written and it does have typos, they're in all likelihood not going to, you know, they're they're going to discard it pretty quickly, and 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 perhaps the next time they get something from you, uh, you know, they they might not even be opening it. So so making sure it's uh, coherent and uh, complete sentences, and you know, is good, and 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 some people. You know, we we all bring our skills to the table, and 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 some people, you know, are very comfortable writing stuff, and other people are not. So, it's okay to ask for help on that stuff. Hello. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, I remembered. Now, I wanted to know if I um, when you send out the press release, especially if it's an event, is it a good time then to ask? for an interview or feature story, or maybe if they would come out and cover the event, or should that be a separate email to someone more specific? In my view, that would be, I guess I would approach it by first sending out a press release to to whomever you're trying to send it out to, and then probably making a, a separate contact um, you know, with, with someone, you know, I don't know if you're thinking newspaper or what, what who you're who you're trying to get. Yeah, out television, newspaper, television, yeah. newspaper, and radio. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I'd make separate contacts. I mean, I, I, I would try to do some homework on, uh, you know, if it's a newspaper that that uh, you know, do I, I'm, I'm if I'm looking at that paper and seeing an individual who covers these types of events, uh, I might. I might contact that individual uh, directly and say, "Hey, just uh, by the way, we're having uh, uh, you know this grand opening. I, you know, it looks like you cover local our, our local businesses. Uh, I think this would be you know great if you could if you could attend it." You know, one of the challenges you know as we've talked about is that uh, you know the, a lot of local papers just don't have the staff to right. uh, attend all these functions. So it's not always a bad idea for you after the event to say, uh, you know, take a picture or something and include that with something saying, hey, you know, uh, okay. you know, Jeff's Jeff's restaurant had its grand opening on uh, on Friday, and you know, and here's a picture, and you know, they're now serving you know the best uh, the best uh, tacos in the land or whatever. But uh, you know, but uh, you know. I, I think we've also seen that uh, newspapers will accept photographs, you know, and, and again, they're not required to. So, so don't, you know, don't let it discourage you if, if uh, they don't always run things that you send them or, or run it the way that you'd like. But, but you know, the more the more 
consistency and continuity you build up with them, the more likely they are to to actually run the stuff that you send to them. So 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 right. if you can't get them to cover it, you cover it. Send them a press release after the fact, and hopefully uh, uh, they might include that information as well. Very good. Well, thank you. This has been very informative. Thanks for joining us. Oh, we appreciate um, it. Absolutely. We'll wrap up if we've got any of the last questions. Um, but the last thing I'll, I want to thank Jeff. That was some really great stuff, Jeff. You, you, uh, I shouldn't be surprised, but you, you do know your stuff, so that's great. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, you know there there's a lot of great op. I think there's a lot of opportunity, especially in local markets, for folks to take advantage of these things that they don't necessarily think of right out of the gate, uh, especially when I've experience with it. So we do want to encourage it. Um, next month, um, kind of going with uh, something that Jeff kind of mentioned was, um, you know, if you could tag on to a, a cause, we're going to be covering right after Giving Tuesday in December, we'll be talking about how to market at a local level at a rural market. Um, you know, if you've got a nonprofit or we're, we're kind of, we're not just going nonprofits, but if you have a local cause, um, how can you take advantage of um, not just Giving Tuesday, but how do you how do you get it out there at that level for that kind of stuff? And I'm sure we'll make sure I mention a couple of the, a couple of your great tips with, uh, with uh, sending out uh, press releases. That sounds good, and you know, and, and you know, from the shameless plug division, uh, um, you know, we, uh, you know, I, I do co-host a, a podcast called the Entrepreneur Exchange that people can find on the Mesh uh, Podcast Network, and I'm I'm counting on you, Todd, as being one of our guests in January to talk about uh, you know various uh, apps and and software programs that. Uh, can assist uh, small businesses and startups uh, for their new year so they get their new year started off right. So people should be looking for that as well. Well, you, you, you have a lot of great stuff on there in general, not just uh, not just me. So um, so I appreciate that. Well, we thank everybody for being here. We're, we're just past the hour mark. I don't want to keep anybody any longer than that. We try to keep be timely. Um, you can find previous recordings, and this will be eventually up on YouTube, um, hopefully within the next... Uh, either today or maybe even Monday, depending on how busy I have to get today. But, but um, we do put our recordings up, and we do have some past ones from the past phone calls on rural marketing speciality. So thanks again, and thank you to Jeff Newville from Catawba Valley. All right. Thank you, Todd. You have a great day. Everybody have a great day. Thanks. Bye-bye.